1: I said this morning to Morris, am I the only person who doesn't know what crippy is? Now, I've heard it talked about for the last number of days and Johnny Hero was remarking on it's coming to fail and Fobel, it's going to be a sport that's going to be played in the street and it's an old old game from, from yesteryear. Um... Denise, Denise, Denise Watson thankfully wasn't aware either and Denise sort of lived out in the country to some extent. She's not as much country as I am, but she apparently didn't have as many pavements as she would have in the city. And there's even an argument about what the game's called. Is it called cribby or is it called kirby? Now, if uh, some of you are still bamboozled, you're probably living in the country too because apparently everyone who ever lived on the street knows exactly what it is. Let me speak to Conal O'Kara, the youth arts officer with Fela um Conal good morning good morning Frank how's things how you keeping things are good things are good I've been looking this up because of what Johnny Hero was saying on Twitter and the arguments that people were having about who was the champion who wasn't the champion who excelled at it and who knows what it is and who hasn't a clue just for those who aren't sure what exactly is this game so, essentially, Cribby
2: is a street game that, has, that was developed. I don't know, I don't know if developed the right word, but it was a street game that was played years and years ago in Belfast. And the premise of the game is, is that two people stand on either side of the road on the curb, or the crib, as we, as we will call it. And the object is, is that they throw the ball, and the ball has to strike the curb and to bounce back into the player's hands. Now, as they do, they go up in points. Should they strike the curb the first time, they then move into the middle of the road and they get on a chance then to get a closer shot at the curb. And that is essentially the premise of it. There's a lot of different rules, and every kind of street has their own rules, but that is essentially the premise. You have to hit the curbstone or the cribstone of a cribby with a ball.
1: And it, 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 is this a tennis sized ball or a f- like a football?
2: I suppose it depends on what your street can afford. So when I played it, we had a we had a, a, a DAA ball, but it, it, it does really depend on the street, on the people playing.
1: So you get the ball, you throw it towards the curb, and if you're skilled, it bounces back from the curb in, into your chest. That's a point. Then you move forward, you get it, it returns to your chest again off the curb. You have another point. You keep going until you miss. Is that it? That's correct. Yes, and. One
2: of the one of the rules, or probably one of the more crueler rules, is if you miss the ball when you're in the middle of the road, if the person on the other on the opposite side of the crib catches the ball and throws it at your back whilst you run toward back towards the curb, you lose all your points instantly. So that's a great. There's a lot of different balls. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's absolutely Uh, class.
1: I've said it's fantastic crack. It would have been obviously much more popular whenever you had less traffic.
2: Well, exactly. So it was at a time when the, when the traffic wasn't as, as kind of pronounced as it is now. But another rule then that was introduced as traffic became, became more prominent was if a car was passing through the street and you could somehow manage to get the ball over the car and to hit the curb, well, you were known as the most skilled player. And you're straight, and you had some people who even had the ability to turn around and face backwards and throw the ball backwards over their head, over the car, and hit the curb. So it is, it is essentially a very skilled game.
1: You won't be recommending that one for the return of the West Belfast, as you call them, cribby championships, because uh, health and safety would be very uh, important now, won't it?
2: Well, yes, health and safety is a big thing, and that, and that's kind of. On, on Good Morning, also this morning, that was kind of the thing that was discussed was where we'll, where we'll just have it? We'll just black off the Falls Road, it just black off. So we are in the process of identifying sites where we could do it. Um, providing health and safety is up to par and up to scratch. So we, we, we are currently seeking sites to do it on a. On a, a a safe way
1: so this has become a major talking issue now this is something that's in in the news the return of the west belfast cribby championships I'll, I'll, it's getting more interesting by by the moment so you're you're a cribby person but some people do call it kirby
2: well i'm actually sitting here in front of my computer i was i taken my surprise by the phone call this morning and i have the Oxford Dictionary up and. There is reference to the Cribstone in a 17th century extract, so I am I am inclined to believe that it is called Cribby. So that what,
1: c- is what? And same as it is a West Belfast championship that is what we will. It. Yeah, so a, a curb's like a posh 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 word. Then a, the crib over in a crib, just a, you know, cause you see to me a crib is something that a, the baby Jesus is in, whereas um, the, the 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 curb would be the, the side of the road. You like you wouldn't paint the cribs red, white, and blue or green, white, and gold. You paint the curbs. Well, that is true, and uh, I
2: am very true. But again, just based, based on my research that I've been doing this morning before you call, Frank, there is there is there's reference to the Cribstone in many in maniza uh, ancient art in ancient document so uh, that is what we are going
1: with well and uh, when, when are these games and would there be will there be a radio presenters competition that i could take part in against hero
2: well i i i think i i think all going forward that we should potentially have a competition between we new one o five and the BBC. we are we are currently we currently have a cribby subgroup so with a the, the group which is representative of all these different groups across west Belfast which is currently deciding upon the rules and the categories as I was saying every street has their own rules so we have, we are we are trying to standardize it to an extent and for working on the categories, but I definitely think I think I think there should be some sort of brawl I mean not a brawl, but some sort of competition between the BBC and U one oh five and even even within and I would definitely encourage you to do so.
1: Yeah, I might hold you to that. This, this is a you know, a great idea from a festival which has proven itself to be very successful, coming up with a new impetus for the next one that's on the that's on the horizon. It certainly generated a lot of interest. If you'd have grown up in the country like me, Conal, you would have been playing a game which I don't think had a name but I'm going to call it hedgy right where one fellow went in one field and another boy went in the other field and you just kicked the ball back and forward over the hedge and you caught it and again it would sort of be all the Gaelic moves of catching and high kicking and solo running and then putting it back over the hedge but we, we, we didn't have a curb so I, 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 I beg your forgiveness for my ignorance of your fine sport Kunal
2: well I must say that I'm very glad that I didn't grow up in the country if that is how you spent your afternoons and your and your days. cribby was the was the ultimate game that Everybody in West Belfast used to play in their youth. So we are are very much looking forward to bringing it back and bringing further street games back in the future.
1: Yeah, apparently it was very popular. People are telling me it was popular uh, on the Falls, on the Shankill, Upper Springfield. It was uh, popular indeed in parts of Bangor as well. It would have been very posh in Bangor. Anywhere there was a curb or a crib, it was played and the Fela and Fobel team are going to take it back. Your memories of it are very, very welcome. Colonel, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Yes.
2: Thanks for having us, Frank, and I look forward to seeing you in August,
1: throwing the ball over At a curb. I'm going to practice. I'm going to start practicing. I'm I'm, I'm going to get at this. I'm going to be in the middle of Dunmurray, (laughs) interrupting traffic. Listen, don't. We need to emphasize this. Don't start doing this if there are cars and vans going up and down the road. Uh, Do it in a controlled environment. If you are reintroducing it, uh, you can in a cul de sac or something that's been closed off by a couple of supervisors. Not as easy a game to play today as it would have been back when Johnny Hero was a lad. Conal O'Connor there. Youth Arts Officer with Fela and Fobel. Cribby, Kirby, what do you call it? Did you play it? Or are you a country boy like me? Uh, do let us know. 02890 90 three one zero five. 105. And I'm sure there's a host of other things from yesteryear that could be brought back as well. Are there, are there other games? Should we reinvent all the street games? All the things that you did when Adam was a boy? 02890 90 three one zero five. 105. Were you ever very good at this? Were you? Did you win a cup? you can give us a call and tell us your story it's like a national pastime this game going by some of these texts Matt from East Belfast it's Kirby not Kerbsy or Cribby and he's been playing it as a young fella indeed he's, uh, he says I'm a child of the early 2000s uh, we played it uh, Frank it's Cribby says uh, this is John the, the main lemonade man uh, it's Cribby and he explains how it's played so great arguments about the name Frank it's a curb therefore it's Kirbsey, says Martine playing it in Newtonards uh, there's a person from Ballina Hinch, no name on it. Uh, we played it against the Kerbs in, in Balna Hinch. Francis, you're nothing but a titty picker from the country. You didn't have Kerbs. If you'd hit a ball, it would have went into a shock. says Mark. Mark uh, contacts us from time to time, and he's pretty well on the mark uh, on this occasion. We didn't have the Kerbs, but we had over and back across the hedge, and this is why Borden went on to win All-Ireland Club Championships. Uh, Frank, um, we still play Kirby in our street. Uh, two boys that live next to me play it. Not sure where you're from, but Good morning. It's Kerbsy in Downpatrick, says this texter. And Davies in East Belfast, uh a... Playing a bit of double Kirby and uh, Frank uh, Kirby uh, up at Stormont with C U R B Y. And Tandra Gee, it's Kerbsy, the best game ever played. Uh, Rab was the New Lodge 1970s champion. Rab, the first winner we've made a uh, comment on. Apparently, it's very popular in Denmark Street. It's played there all the time. Uh, Johnny Hero would take you out by the route, Mitchell at Kirby because Johnny'd be good at this. And another one said, it's called cribby. I play it with my grandson, although we uh, drop the ball and kick it towards the kerb. Uh, great for football skills as the ball comes back. And another alternative, cribbin. says Rory. Darrow. what a good idea from the people at Fela and Fobel to bring this back because it does sound like as if it has uh, origins in every town that had a kerb. But the country lads will know nothing about it. Uh, Marie's on this line. Morning, Marie. Good morning, Frank. Did you ever play it or did you play some other game that we should bring back? No,
3: Cribby. Ha- cribby. It was called Cribby in West
1: Belfast. Cribby, right? Cribby, okay. That's yep, yep. That, That's what...
3: There was a lot of other games, Frank, that maybe you as a country boy missed out on. Mm-hmm. Um, as probably a lot of the wee girls would have played Happy Hopscotch, um you got the you know well years ago your mommy and daddy used to polish your shoes for you for school I and mean, when the you know the the cherry blossom tins of polish was empty. You would have filled them with dirt. And you played you played, you know, from one to ten and you kicked the tin up and down these numbers. You know, there's an awful lot of games that kids are
1: missing out on. Plus, swinging around the lamps. Yeah, but let me stop you. Hold on, hold on. Let me stop you there for a second because you've two separate games there at the very beginning. Hopscotch. The girls, in particular, played that at our primary school. They used to draw out a little, draw out a a little frame, a little set of squares on the the tarmac, and then they would they would jump from one from one to the other. But what's that about filling tins with dirt and kicking them from one square to the other? What's that called?
3: Well we we were hopped on one leg and you you know you hopped you you knocked it into square two and you knocked it into square but you were only on one leg, you were hopping and you hop you put it into different squares right up to number ten and if you put your second leg down then you were out.
1: Right, that sounds like Premier League hopscotch. Our girls didn't have any didn't have any tins. When the fellows were playing marbles and I remember doing this sort of dunksy and funksy and all that marble language Hootsie and Bootsie. There's some other terms. I can't remember what they were. But, um, you know, you used to have a... You flick it off the end of your thumb. There's a whole series of terms and they've slipped from my memory. But when we were playing marbles, the, g- f- girls, were, the girls were playing hopscotch. What, what were the other games you mentioned? Uh,
3: one, two, three red lights.
1: And wh- wh- how does that work?
3: One, two, three red lights. Well, somebody stood um, with their back, to the whole crowd, and you showed it. one, two, three red lights, and you turned around. Right. Everybody had a stop like a statue. And if you moved, you were out of the game.
1: <laughs> All right. So <laughs> that's good, good crack.
3: <laughs> so, or else, uh, two balls, or if you were really good, three balls. You played, you know, the tennis balls up against the wall. Like, Frank, there was any amount of games that and rounders used to play. We had a square on our street.
1: Yeah, but uh, hold, hold on, let me stop you again, because rounders, I understand. But two balls and three balls, is that a sort of a juggling game?
3: No, you play two balls up against the wall. you, you know, and then so if you're really good, you could play three balls up against the wall with your two hands.
1: And were you good with the two balls?
3: Oh, I was very good, Frank.
1: <laughs> what are you laughing at?
3: <laughs> uh, uh, nothing, Frank. That's a double-sided
1: question. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, were you good, skipper?
3: Oh, very, German jumps especially. We were very good at skips and then you had your German skipping German jumps and it was the elastics. Two, pe- one put, two people stood facing each other with elastics around their ankles and you done, that uh, was German jumps.
1: Yeah, I remember the girls doing that at school as well, the, the elastics around the-
0: Ready to pop the question?
1: Her ankles, they were about three feet apart. And the person, mm-hmm. what did the person in the middle had to do skipping in and out through the elastic? Was that it? Yes. yes. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, you were on the outside and you caught the elastics on the, the, the top of your foot and then you jumped and, you know, backwards and forwards and done different things
1: with it. Yeah, there were great skills with that, absolutely. You're bringing me back, you are, uh, Marie. Uh, thank you, thank you very much indeed. So, Chiefers, they could have an entire festival recreating old street games um, any country folk listening what did we do in the country apart from kick a ball back and forward across a hedge um, I can't think you know we went into the football field and we did the traditional things that everybody did but as far as playing games along the side of the road uh, any country people that could remind me of something that would be associated with a community that didn't have many houses as opposed to a built-up area. You know the number. It's and What's on your mind this morning? We are always keen to hear from you. We're also keen to encourage you to get out and about and have a cracking time. And a little later, we'll be looking at the Retro Festival that's coming to town in August. <laughs> you know, I'm just looking here while that song's playing at a team that I'm drawing up for these championships, and who might be good. And partly, Hero is outstanding, and I'm a novice, but maybe we need to look upstairs, not just a U105 team. Maybe we should be inviting some of the very skilled Kirby players. Or cribby players from UTV. Harry's been in touch with us and he remembers growing up in the same street as Tracy McGee and a lady called Jeanette McCabe and Colette Hughes. Now, they were all good mates. And Tracy McGee, who's our deputy political editor upstairs, was outstanding at cribby. I haven't spoken to her about this you know I know Tracy well and of all the conversations I've had with her I've never had the opportunity to discuss just how good she was at hitting the curb with a ball while a car was going past so maybe she should be signed to the team if I can get a hold of her I'll have a yarn with her before the end of this program uh, Paul's on this line good morning Paul
4: all right Frank how are you?
1: very well Paul what's on your mind
4: uh, Frank, I just remember back then. I'm quite young myself, you know, so I played a couple of times, but uh not that no was
1: not that great i have to be honest. But all the old timers always would have played a uh, horse shoe throwing. Good sport. The I yeah. didn't I didn't play it, but my grandfather won a cup because there's a cup in our house, a horse shoe throwing trophy. And he won that way back in the Early 1900s, they, they, that, there's a, there's a death. That is a very good example of what country boys played without a doubt. Yeah, it's a, it's a good, it's a good, it's a great example. And I was looking for some that would compete alongside the Belfast City Street Games. I'm sure it was played in the in the town as well. But horseshoe throwing was definitely played in the countryside. Did did you ever see it played? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. It
4: was played uh, mostly Tuesday and Thursday night. I think to be a sort of thing to do in the evening in the summer for, for all the older ones um, and it was great to watch, you know.
1: Where were so, you watching it or where did you see it?
4: Uh, I originally come from village called Arnoy.
1: Yeah, I could 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 imagine the people of Armoy would be good at the horseshoe throwing. Anywhere there would have been, indeed, anywhere there would have been uh, blacksmiths, uh, where where you would have had the forge and whatever. Uh, The the horseshoes would have been uh, pretty common and easily, easily, uh, uh, I suppose, collected. And it was was, there was a great skill in that, and you you, you put a like a a big bolt into the ground, a big iron. hole almost into the ground and the the horseshoes basically had to go round them. So you hurled the horseshoe and it had to go down round the bolt that was sticking up out of the ground. Paul, it's a perfect example and some people talking to about another uh, great game, Road Bowls which is played in Armagh and played in the countryside and they would have been, it was referred to as bullets uh, where you had this really hard steel ball and you threw it along the road and you followed along the road for miles keeping throwing it it was the person who had the least throws over say a, a mile or two of distance who, who won well, a, bit, a bit like uh, the principle of golf but the, the the shortest number of throws over the particular chosen distance uh, that was bullets which is primarily an armour sport but definitely a country sport so if you played that you can feel free to do let us know as well uh, Gerald, uh, Gerard's on this line. Gerard good morning Morning, Frank. How you doing? Jared? you have a historical mindset. You you remember things, you categorise things, you catalogue things. I, am I right?
4: Mm, that's me, I'm afraid, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's true.
1: No better man to tell us about the memories of some of these city or country games.
4: Well... The memories were actually collected uh, in a project that was uh, carried out, we went back, uh, by Nettlefield Primary School. And they did a kind of a submission of of the various uh, street games that the uh, parents and grandparents and children could remember. And they've collected it together, and uh, there's a little booklet, and I think there's a CD goes with it as well. So if any of the listeners were interested in pursuing the the range of possible street games, Belfast Street Games, it's Netherfield Primary School uh, project, uh which they did. It was around about twenty twelve, I think. But they have uh they they have a website presence, they have a, a digital presence which uh, anybody could check up and see. That's a great I just thought I'd pass it on because anybody in, mm-hmm. interested in following it up totally
1: great resource great res- nettlefield primary school what a what a wonderful yeah. idea when you think about it they yeah. put that together as a resource for themselves and for others to use online and the more time that goes past the more valuable that becomes because we're talking today about games that people are forgetting
4: yes that's true that was the whole point uh, to to bring back to memory the the games that uh, t- the children amused themselves with before they had uh, uh, the stuff that they have today, uh, indoors computers. Now, the great thing was it got them outside, got them out into the into the uh, the fresh air, and it built some sense of community because there were little groups of gangs of people all sort of played the same game. So, uh, yeah, it was it's a very very good resource, lovely little bit of production. It was funded uh, by the lottery, I think, as well. So it's 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 very well produced.
1: Well, well done to whoever came up with that idea uh, some seven years ago. And as I say, the more time goes by, the more useful it will become. If you're a nettlefield past pupil uh, listening at the moment, maybe you're in that video. Uh, Some people who live in the city have a very dim view of anyone who grew up in the country. There's a guy saying all you country boys ever did was pick spuds and chew hay. That's cruel. That is absolutely cruel. Uh, Thomas O'Hare is in Mayo Bridge, and Thomas uh, says that curbs were played. He just called it curbs. Uh, that was played in, in Mayo Bridge. I, I don't, I'm don't. i not surprised. Mayo Bridge is a small village, not very far from where I grew up, and they would have had curbs. You know, they, they had a few uh, housing executive council type houses just along the, the main front of the road and the curbing in, in front of it. And yeah, you could have played it there. And Thomas would have been playing that when the people down in Bourne were winning the under 14s, under 16s, the men the seniors, the Ulster, the All-Ireland and numerous other uh, competitions for which they were gleaming silverware uh, Thomas, good morning good morning to you Right, three one o five. Frank, is it kissy cats or catchies? I'm not sure I honestly don't know what you're talking about Is it kissy cats or catchies? If anyone can shine any light on that you know the number Maura is on line Good morning, Maura Good morning, Frank What's on your mind?
3: Well, I was just going
1: to tell you about the Whip and Perry. Is that a
3: pub? No. It's a game we used to play as children in the street in Belfast.
1: The Whip and Perry. Let me figure out what that might be, because I've absolutely no Perry. idea. The Whip and Perry. Perry is the one that's puzzling me, because I'm sure the Whip is, you know, you chased after someone going whoosh, whoosh. Like is is it that sort of whip where you are cracking something along the street, like a, a rope or something, and people had to jump out of the way? Uh, what's no, the pe- no, 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 no. By the way, before you go any further, then, in a very simple way, describe what Perry is to me. To me, Perry is like, you know, the only thing I can think of is Perry Crisps. Uh, what what is what is Perry? Do you know, the main
3: lemonade man will know. It's the lid. Lead- was the top of the old main lemonade bottles, and you had it on the ground. You had it spinning, and then you had something like um, a strong string or something, and you whipped it. You whipped it, and you kept it spinning and spinning and spinning as long as you could.
1: Actually, spinning round.
3: Maybe, yeah, on the ground.
1: And was Not it you, was
3: you, it the, the wee lid?
1: Yeah, but the lid so was it, was, the, was the lid was the lid tied to the string?
3: No, no, it was, it was t- spinning round. Some of your other listeners might be able to explain it better. It was just, you used to just whip it and whip it and whip it and keep it going. It was as simple as that. It was a lid of a lemonade, an old main lemonade bottle. You know oh, uh,
1: yeah, and was the old main lemonade bottle lid called a perry? I
3: have no idea. I have no idea, but that's what we called it. We called it whip and perry. Whip I and could be anything, for all I know. <laughs>
1: whip and Perry—it's a—it a, great name. It is a, it's a great name. How skilled did you need to be with your whip?
3: Well, you needed to be good to keep it going. You just kept tried keeping it going as long as you, you could. It was just as simple as that. We made games out of anything. We made. We played these shops, so we bits of broken glass.
1: <laughs> I know. I, I I I remember collecting little bits of broken glass and china and crockery. It was, it was called jay collecting.
3: Well, I remember my friend and I. There was a shoe shop at our corner of our street on the main road, and we used to get empty shoe boxes, and we decided We used to make them for wee beds for our dolls and that. But we had. This great idea that we would make a set of playing cards, cut them into the size of playing cards, and colour them all in. Should
1: have seen the size of a pack of cards. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the gamblers weren't going to allow you to actually play with them in their company. But at that time, Maura, kids were more inventive than they are now. They might be more skilled now on computers, and they may be able to work out, you know, theories that we could never understand. However, the tricks that we brought forward ourselves from our inventive nature, I think, and the, the, the little games and the I suppose the pleasures that we were able to create for ourselves I, I think set us set us apart from a modern day child. Of course
3: it did. We used to invent uh, the girls used to invent We we dancers and we used to make up we dancers in the street. You know, you didn't have much to play with. You maybe had a dollar a pair. I got a pair of skates the year for for Christmas from Santa. The year of the big snow, and sure, I couldn't get using them until about (laughs) February.
1: I thought you. I thought there were the other sort of skits that would have been ideal on the on the ice. But no, uh, more interesting interesting memories. You know, you say about inventing things. I actually invented a family. I, I when I was a child, I talked about this on rewind with Julian. I when I was a child, I was an only boy, and my, my two sisters were playing with sisters play all the dolls type things, and I, I invented. We we didn't have neighbors, you know, <laughs> like I lived in the country properly in the country, and I invented. Uh, a family who lived next door to me where these lads were all older than me. And I was I was outside in the yard uh, playing with people who didn't exist. <laughs> it's incredible. The Cole family. Uh, I've spoken about this on, on TV. And they, they all had names. And I, I would talk to them. I used to pass the ball to them. <laughs> and then run across the yard and catch it myself, and then I'd be one of them. Uh, see, when you're growing up in the country and you don't have any neighbours, you know, the nearest neighbour was a farmer who was so much older than me, a very nice man, but, you know, he wasn't going to play with me. So you have to invent, <laughs> you have to invent your friends if you don't have any.
0: <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.